0: Welcome back to the Leading Young Podcast. Leading is hard. Leading young is even harder. In this podcast, we tackle the difficulties of being a young leader, both in the church and in the business world. Are you an old leader? Still, listen in and learn how to better develop those young leaders on your staff now. No matter the age, there is something for everyone by Leading Young. What is up, guys? This is a new voice, Pacey Reynolds, checking in for season three of the Leading Young podcast. It has been revived it is back. My name is Pacey. I'm a Liberty University graduate. I can say that proudly. Go Flames. Uh, I graduated with my degree in Christian leadership. I'm currently a high school pastor in Southern Illinois at Central Christian Church. And you are now tuning in to the Leading Young Podcast with me and my co-host, Nick
1: Malone. What is up everybody? My name is Nick Malone. I'm a resident here at Central Christian Church and I am not yet a Liberty alum. I will be um, still in Liberty. Yes, I will. I will be an alum um, come March. I will will have my bachelor's um, with Liberty. But um, I uh, I'm a resident here. And um, yes, I'm married. Dope we well, have my, my my beautiful wife and our three amazing kids with another one on the way. And you April. guys
0: are like, Well what does this guy lead? He's a guy I that's twenty three years old <laughs> yeah. and he leads three little munchkins. That's yeah. how he leads. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, one day, maybe a little bit later, you never know. But hey, Leading Young is designed so no matter the age, there is something for everyone by leading young. If you guys want to be a part of the conversation or take part in the conversation, you can email in to pacey at centralnow.com, subscribe to this podcast, and stay up to date for new episodes and new content. Today, Like I said, the new host, I'm Pacey. Hayden will be back one day, whenever that is. But for now, I'm here, and we're kicking off Season 3 with my best bud and new co-host, Nicholas Malone. So, Nicholas, here's how this will work. We're going to try to, like, in a roundabout way, in a short amount of time, when someone's on a drive, give them... Um, Some tips on how to lead people for the young, and most of the time I'd like to bring in some older leaders that that once again are teaching us daily things. I'd like to bring in some people from the business world and and all sorts of backgrounds on leading because this is a leadership podcast. So with that, to let you guys know the type of leaders we are and what we are about, the best way, what we're talking about today is that we're all leaders in some way, like... Like, Nick leads a lot of different things. I lead a lot of different things. But we all are leading something in some way, right? So today, what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to bring to the table is that what are some ways, Nicholas, what are some ways you have learned to lead right now? And, like, why is that important to you? Or why is it important to you? Um, Some ways that
1: I have learned to lead. Um, I'd say through just, just lifestyle, you know, from being married, learning to just what that looks like being able to lead, um, you know, not only your wife, but also just yourself and changing and just, you know, just a different, um, just a different change of life when, when being married and also just being a parent as well. And just learning that all in just one fashion is, it's, 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 a lot, yeah, um, for sure. But I'm learning. I'm learning to lead. I'm learning to lead in a lot of different ways. And the, and the main theme, I would say, for me and just the season that I'm in, is just uh, patient and being gentle with leading. Um, I know when, when you think of leadership, it can just be tough. It can be rough. It can, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Oh, look at that! that's a little bar right there. I did not mm. mean that. Yeah. Um, but just you wrapping. know, just learning to lead, especially with my children, just learning to lead. From a gentle heart and just a patient heart of just slowly, mm. right right now in the moment it we're not going to get to that goal, but having patience, being gentle
0: later down for, the road for our listeners. What I'll just ask you before I kind of tell mine, like what patience do you have a do you have a do you have an idea of what patience exactly that is taking, or like an example of the patience that I mean, like you're saying you're leading three kids that um, God has given you and they've got amazing stories. We'll get into it sometime, but like the patience for them, where do you find that from? Um, obviously you find a lot of that from God logistically daily when you're in the moment where you like, I got to draw my patience from this. Is it like daily things you're doing? Is that like a daily thing you do or like a long picture? You're like, Oh, long term. I mean like, Oh, I got to have this patience for this result in this kid. I mean,
1: all credit to my wife. Who was uh, mm. a social worker, and so They'll I learned. Probably,
0: our wives will probably be the only two people <laughs> listen to this. So we'll just shout them out and
1: out. so I, I learn a lot from her, and just different techniques and different just styles of of mm. parenting, and just different styles of communicating with toddlers and and children. Um, but I mean, mm. just uh, just just from her, and just that's that's how I draw my patients. Is just from her advice and from yeah. her techniques. Of, from your team, your teammate. Of, yeah, you often refer
0: to your. Eyes. Yes. Well, so that. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say for me, like when I was thinking about this, I had an answer. Which, like my basic answer, um, a way to lead that's important to me is servant leadership because it's a style that, um, especially like in our world, in the church world, Jesus modeled that. So therefore, like if I want to follow what Jesus does, I should try to model what Jesus did. I can't live up to that, but uh the servant leadership of Jesus of going before people for people. So I never no idea is always I never want to ask someone to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. But what I was thinking about uh, this morning when I was like I was writing in my notebook about how I was gonna answer this question. I thought about how like you don't get to pick and choose who you lead. Like, and I think that you would agree and testify to that, but like, I don't get to pick and choose who I'm leading. Like, yes, I'm leading high school students and yes, I have volunteers and I kind of ask, I recruit those volunteers and there's a process for that kind of stuff. But like, sometimes there are just people, um, and I can specifically think of people that come like into my lap, they're in my like area, they're, they're, they're in my business, they're on my staff, whatever you guys have, there, there's these people that come in and like, they're very talented and gifted. They can do a lot of good. They want to be there. They want to do it. Um, it maybe takes some like some sanding around the edges, you know, the little rough. They don't do well in some spots or areas. They don't communicate clearly, whatever. But there's a lot of potential, but I wish it was in someone else, but I can't choose who the potential's in. So I think that a big testament to learning to lead right now in what I'm doing is that I don't pick and choose who that is. I don't get to pick and choose who I serve because that wasn't really the case for Jesus and a lot of what he did. So therefore, as a leader, I don't get to pick and choose who I I get to serve, but Nicholas, I will ask you, um, uh, both of us, what when you're doing these things, when you're trying to be a servant leader, um, or you're trying to be a, uh, you're trying to model patience in your leadership, or whatever you're trying to do in your leadership, what are the challenges that come with that style or those tools that you try to use?
1: I'd say some of the challenges. Uh, Most definitely is just, I mean, it's just in human nature. We just want things to be in our control. And we want things to be done our way, specifically on our time. And so it can be very difficult when leading people when they don't do things your way. Um, And so, but when you do lead (laughs) and you do try to have people do things your way, you're robbing them of their gifting. You're robbing them of their character yeah, you're robbing the them of their um just who they are because you're trying to make them do what you want them to do um and i'm learning yeah. this a lot i mean i i don't know how many times i'm going to talk about this but just within parenting my wife mm. just tells me especially with one of our kids is that i try to have them do things my way and i try to give them my instructions but you Know they're they want to do it their way, but mm-hmm. it still gets done, and so I just get caught up in okay, but you're not doing it my way. Mm-hmm. And so, being able to lead um, is being able to lead, and a challenge to that is allowing the people that you are leading space to do things their way and to get the gold done, to, to get, get the it. results, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean not everybody not everybody's the same and that's that's yeah. a beautiful thing that God has done and so
0: yeah i think i think yeah yeah i think too is, i think
1: that's that's one of that's <laughs> one of my challenges is yeah. that
0: yeah no i think i think i think you're very right is what i think and um i think that like with that uh like with the servant leadership thing i'm talking about and like the challenges that it brings is like i mean very similar like you can you can serve people all, like, I can serve people all day long, um, whether who I choose to serve, who I don't choose to serve. I can serve whoever. Uh, but, like, the biggest thing in it is that I have to... I mean, it's it's, it's very... Like, you're very similar in the same style. Of, like, patience is an attribute to, like, servant leadership. Like, I think of how, like, Sunday nights... Um, like my team right now, we're working on greeting high school students better. I'm a high school pastor. So at our service, I've been trying to put this emphasis on greeting students well, making them feel um, welcomed. Like, because I mean, in the first, lots of studies would show in the first three minutes of being in a place, you can pretty much anticipate if you're going to come back to this place or not, depending That's on good. your initial uh, interaction. And so, like, I kind of like mentally decided that I needed to put myself at the front door, despite we've had some freezing cold temperatures recently in my head. I was like, I does not matter freezing cold or not. Yeah, we have, it makes a point. It makes a point mm-hmm. in my head and hopefully relates to someone somewhere that, um, I want them to be here. I want them to feel welcomed here and I want to welcome them to this place. Um, cool. so like that servant leadership, but the challenges that come with that are, and servant leadership is also remembering Um, and a lot of people are probably thinking this already, but like, not like, well, how do I not be walked on then? Like, how do I not let people like walk over me if I'm just serving everybody and whoever walks in the door, how am I not being abused or letting people have, uh, whatever they want out of my business or, or my team or my staff or whatever. I think that a part of that is also remembering, uh, my authority. And I think that, um, actually some leaders here at my job, some of my bosses, other pastors have told me, um, like. I've told them about things in my area I want to do or I want to get started or I want to kind of work on behind the scenes. And I'm always like sometimes get into like sell mode with my marketing mind from the marketing classes I took and stuff. I'm like, oh, I got to like get this. I got to sell myself. I almost sell myself on it to sell other people on it to like show like this is a good idea. I believe this is where I should go. And like multiple times people have been like, I mean, you don't have to sell me on it. I'm I'm sold. Like I'm I'm in. If that's – you're the guy. You're the high school pastor. If you think that's what's best for these high school students – I think this is a decision 100% you're qualified to make. And so I think that a lot of times in servant leadership, when you're younger, like when you're a Gen Z uh, person like us, we admire servant leadership, but then trying to be the same thing, we don't want to be walked on with that servant leadership style. So it's, it's very tough and conflicting. If you're someone that you're like, oh yeah, I deal with that. I know what that's like you should definitely email that stuff in to Pacey dot com so we can keep that conversation going on future episodes. But learning to do that, learning that I have the authority in my area um, is, is so needed because it's not like me wanting to be king over everything, but it's me wanting to um, have things done the way that I feel like they need to be done or I know should be done, but mostly because I've... You know, I've spent the time, I have the experience in this area and I trust that God will provide through whatever that is, whatever that avenue is that we're doing. But Nick, I'm going to leave us kind of with another question that before we start wrapping things up, what is your key when you're leading people to leading them in the way, I mean like it's a, this is about the general leadership question you can have for a first episode, but when you're leading people, what is your key to leading them and getting them to go where you know it needs to go, or the team needs to go, your kids specifically for you would need to go? Um, because there's a lot of people listening that lead in a lot of different areas, I feel like. But for all of us, ultimately, we're trying to lead something, whether that's ourself, our kids, uh, a coworker, a volunteer. We're all trying to lead these things, what is our key to successfully leading something? Um, I
1: My original answer is just my answer, and that is to do it out of humility and to do it out of um, just pure just love for the other person, um, that you just want to see the best in them, that you want to see them succeed. You just want to see them um, just follow in just mm. what God has for them. Um, and I remember one time hearing success isn't based on, you know, what you do or what you earn or what you would like, what earthly possessions you have, but success is measured in just your faithfulness and obedience to mm. God. And so being able to usher and motivate people and push them in that direction is just the success of being able to lead someone. And then also um, the answer that just popped in my head is that successful Leading um, looks like just following after the perfect leader that went to the cross for us. And so by following after his example um, and setting that for other people... Of course, mm-hmm. we can't, you know, physically layer, yeah. you know, but daily, yeah. if, you know, we die to ourselves and, um, you know, pick up our cross and carry that daily, um, then other people will see that yeah. and then they will want to buy in and follow that. Yeah, for sure. Notice think, that difference.
0: And I think that, like, this is a note for all our older leaders that are still listening. Um, I think, like, the Gen Z generation... Is a generation that admires someone that is um, doing the work. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I'm in the Gen Z generation. I lead a lot of Gen Z students. I don't think, and I I appreciate servant leadership as kind of like this style. I'm still learning and mastering until I can kind of. There's a lot of people that they're okay. they're yeah. good, they've already servant leadership is like a second nature to them. That's just who they are. Some people they have to work harder at it. So some people naturally are servant leaders. They can also excel at their communication or their, you know, whatever it is, their, uh, their role of teaching or all those sorts of things. Um, but I think for like this generation, the note for the old leaders is or older leaders, sorry, no, you're not old, but the note I would have to them is that us younger people, we like to see when the leader is involved. We like to see when the leader isn't just serving or doing something that doesn't matter, but the leader is is involved. And that doesn't mean like putting yourself in the front of something no, to be seen. Just that but, intentionality. Like, um, yeah. Being intentional in what you're doing. Like um, I think that one thing, like I, I truly believe like with my volunteers I have, cause I have, I mean, mostly all my volunteers are older than me and I believe that, Um, I will never ask them to do something I haven't done or am not willing to do. And I think with the younger generation right now that is being hired, like the the 20 to 25 to 26-year-old, they are people that um, some – when you're looking for the kid that's going to be around for the long haul, the the best investment – look for the one that leads um, by serving other people. I think that like a lot of testaments in history and through like other leadership podcasts that you would hear, and Craig Groeschel would say himself first on his uh, leadership podcast all the time, he says that the leader goes first. Very true. Lots of the stories you would hear on podcasts about leadership are that someone started at the bottom of the organization Mm -hmm. and they put in a lot of work and time there and they wanted to because they wanted to know like the ins and outs of it. And so then they grew up through that, and then they're committed to the vision of the team, uh, the church, uh, whatever God has for that church, whatever the vision the the executives have distilled in the team for the future, whatever that is. I think that there's a lot to be said about serving um, people on your staff, serving people on your volunteer team, making sure that um, they know that you don't overlook them and you would like to also be involved and engaged in helping them. Uh, be successful and so that servant leadership I think is very important to leading people where you need them to go they won't go there unless you've gone there or are going there with them you can't say I need you to do this I need you to do that Um, that's just very in and out quick causes a lot of burnout I I think in the younger people
1: yeah I think not only does it does it show that but it also sets the tone for like the atmosphere and for Mm. the culture that you're building is that um, you know it's not just about Me, but, you know, it is just about all of us collectively um, and how we're, you know, serving each other.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, if you guys want to know more about us, continue to listen. You will hear all about us, the areas we lead and how we lead them and how we're learning to lead them. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can email in to Pacey at CentralNow.com. Subscribe to Leading Young to stay up to date on new episodes and new content content we all know that leading is hard and that leading these young people is even harder and in this podcast our goal will be to tackle the difficulties of being a young leader both in the church and in the business world and pretty much anywhere because leading is for everyone are you an old leader you're still going to want to listen in to learn how to better develop these young leaders on your staff on your team now because no matter the age there is something for everyone by leading young see you next time Peace.